JoshCast is filmed before a live studio audience of zero people because I'm alone and there is no God and all is lost. All right, good, good positive way to start. I'm here today with uh, um, uh, famed stream of consciousness author Harlan Hakarian, uh, who's here to discuss his latest work. He's combined um, stream of consciousness writing with uh, depression. And uh, thank you very much for being here. I, Harlan, I said, I, I said, thank you very much for being here. Is everything, everything okay over there, Harlan? Harlan, is everything all right? Okay, uh, so, uh, Harlan, um, can you maybe talk to me about uh, how you decided, how you came to this kind of style of writing? Uh, okay, good. Um, uh, have I done something to offend you? I, Harlan, I, oh. Oh, I'm so sorry, Harlan. I am so sorry. I, I totally forgot. And I even did research on this and I totally forgot. Let me explain, uh, for anyone listening to this. For the five people who listen to this. Um, Harlan only speaks in pauses. I totally, I should have set that up, and I to- totally even forgot about that. So let's let's continue. So Harlan, um, what would you say, uh, or who would you say, is your primary literary influence? Pinter, great. Okay, and uh, what what do you hope readers will get from your work? Nothing. That make okay. Good. I see that works on multiple levels. All right. So now, um, uh, Harlan is going to read a passage from uh, his latest work, Stream of Consciousness. Uh, it's entitled by Harlan Harkarian. Harlan, that was terrific. Uh, really, really beautiful. I think it, uh, you know, you, you've taken the concept of spare prose to the next level. I think, uh, you know, I think Hemingway was on the right track when he started cutting out the adjectives. But by cutting out the verbs, the nouns, the pronouns, all the other words, I think you've, you've done it. You really have done it. Thank you very much for coming out. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry I don't validate parking.
All right, so that happened. Uh, let's see. How am I doing today? The car in front of me has a license plate. Again, it's the, the, the California license plate, the black background, yellow letters. I'm seeing this more and more and more. And I guess this is a, a new thing that people can do that... I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like these license plates. There's just an attitude that, that seems to come with them. Because they always seem to be on BMWs or Lexuses. It's kind of this, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not taking any prisoners. I am, you know, I am, this is, I'm here to, I'm here to take Los Angeles by storm. I work 90 hours a, a week. I live off of cocaine and Smarties. I'll snort them both the same time. What do I do? I'm an agent manager videographer. Occasionally, I also dabble in production. I don't know if you're familiar with a little film that I like to call Stab Him in the Throat in the morning, but uh, I was one of the, I discovered that one. I discovered the writer on that. He was snorting Smarties, I was snorting cocaine. We were at a bar in downtown Los Angeles called Punch Nut. In the bathroom, doing a thing. We traded drugs. He pitched me the concept of the movie. I said, we got to do this. We got to do this, man. We got to do this. And so we did it. It was on Netflix for five minutes. Personal best. I got friends who go to the gym. I don't go to the gym. I don't need to go to the gym. I don't need the gym. The gym is just corporate America telling you, you don't, you're not good enough. I don't need the gym. I sit at my desk and I work out just through energy. I do Kegels while I'm sitting at my desk. So that covers the lower body. Upper body, fist bumping. Constant, constant fist bumping. I figure if I don't bump at least 25 fists in a day, I'm not doing my job. I thought I'd end this with a pause in the style of Harlan. Those are the kind of people I imagine driving that car. So that happened. Now, I'm seeing the school bus. Los Angeles Unified School District. Is the school district really unified? 
Jenkins, what's the problem? Well, sir, I, uh, I have some concerns about the LA, LA Unified School District. What are your concerns? I believe there are cracks in the unity. Well, yeah, that's kind of evident. You don't understand, sir. I'm not talking about the typical day-to-day socioeconomic conflicts between disparate groups within the community. I'm talking quantum physics. What? There is a crack in the fabric of space and time somewhere in the LA Unified School District. If the crack continues to widen, it could pull half of the district, maybe two-thirds of the district inside of it. Well, that would certainly help with the school overcrowding situation. There was a punchline, there was a punchline, there was a punchline to the joke. The joke was also a social commentary about school overcrowding. Do-do, punchline to a joke. Do-do, punchline to a joke. It happened here on the street. A punchline about L.A. Unified School District. Isn't that neat? Ah, pulled that rhyme out of my butt at the last minute. Okay, I gotta be, I got about to make a right turn. This is a complicated right turn. Uh, a lot of people like to make a right turn here. There's a lot of people crossing the street all the time. There's bike lanes. I need to pay attention to what's going on on this right turn. Everybody's crossing the street here. Ah, pedestrians. I know I shouldn't say that. That's an unpopular opinion. There's nothing wrong with pedestrians. They have a right to be here as much as I do. And very often I'm a pedestrian. But I like to think I'm one of the good pedestrians. If the light's about to turn or if there's a car waiting to turn... No, that, I'm lying. I'm, I'm the same as all the other pedestrians. I will, so I will take my time walking. Because I think to myself, I'm the one who's got to walk. You're sitting there in your nice air-conditioned vehicle with your black license plate and yellow letters, fist-bumping yourself, working on your screenplay for stabbing the throat in the morning. Netflix presents Stab him in the throat in the morning. Officer Jace Jacks is a man who doesn't take prisoners. Officer Jace Jacks, let me see if I can understand the situation. You shot and killed all five of the teenagers who were loitering. I don't take prisoners. There was no need to take prisoners. You have committed murder. Do you understand that? If they were loitering, you need only write them a ticket. You don't even need to take them down to the station. 
no, no, you, you need to take prison. If you want to be a police officer in this country, you need to take prisoners. Stab in the throat. Part two. Officer Jace Jacks, incarcerated for 25 years for involuntary manslaughter. Rehabilitated. Returns back to the working world. He's getting a job doing data entry. So let me see if you can get this straight. You spent five hours entering this data into a spreadsheet and then you deleted the spreadsheet. I don't take prisoners. What does saving a spreadsheet have to do with taking prisoners? I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> Officer Chase Jacks applies for a job as a prison guard. Well, I'm looking at your resume here, and I gotta, I gotta say, there's a lot of red flags here. Uh, I, I see nothing on this resume except not taking prisoners. And really, taking prisoners is kind of what we do here. I really need this man. Uh, it's kind of my last chance. Uh, yeah, but, well, we're a little concerned about the prisoners. What if I, what if I took some prisoners? But just, you know, maybe now and again on Fridays, I, I, don't, I don't think this is going to work out. I, uh, I, I, I don't think this is going to work out. Well, that that uh, the end of that the end of that uh, stab in the throat part two kind of got poignant there. Yeah, I mean I think he might be destitute. This is depressing. I wanted a bit an action movie. This turned into a an existentialist tone poem, and the whole last half hour was just a pause. Well, you know Harlan Harkarian did a rewrite of the script. Uh, yeah, I don't like his work. You gonna tell me why you don't like his work? I just did. I, I used his style of pausing. Oh, oh. No, yeah, you make a good point. Healthcare partners. Driving by that building. Healthcare partners. We don't think of you as a patient. We think of you as a partner. Oh, if that's the case, could you uh, split the bill that you sent me? Oh, uh, you're funny. I think you should go over there to uh, healthcare sarcastic sarcastic partners. Healthcare sarcastic partners. Maybe I should have gone with that. Healthcare sarcastic partners. What's that? That's way more interesting. Embrace the mistakes in improv. Embrace the mistakes. Welcome to Sardastic Partners. What, uh, what is that? We don't believe in mistakes here at uh, Healthcare Sardastic Partners. Uh, in fact, the, the CEO originally wanted to call it Healthcare Sarcastic Partners, but he said Sardastic instead. And so we went with that. We assumed that it was perfect. Every decision we make is a perfect decision. How, 
how have you, I mean, has any patient died under your care? Multiple patients. But they were supposed to. It was meant to be. Here at Healthcare Sardastic Partners, we believe that every decision we make 100% is the correct decision. I think I'll go to um, competent healthcare partners. Welcome to competent healthcare partners. No, I, I said I wanted competent healthcare partners. Now this is health. This is competent healthcare partners. Where's health? If you're looking for health, competent health partners, uh, they're across the street. I don't want that. I want competent healthcare partners. Oh, other side of town, Culver City. Ugh, all right. Welcome to competent healthcare partners. How can I help you today? Yes, I was wondering if that'll be $9,000. Passing. I know I've talked about this on past podcasts. There's a liquor store. It's called Um Liquor. Again, I can't tell you. That's the best. That's the best name. That should be the name of. That's the best name for any store. Welcome to Um Fabrics. It was. It's the perfect. The, the only way that the name could be better, it was called Like Um Liquor. Welcome to Like Um Liquor. That would be phenomenal. It's what happens when I don't leave early enough. I hit this traffic. It's also an iPhone repair shop. I repair iPhones. I've been repairing iPhones for 90 years. I don't think the iPhones have been around for 90 years. They have, boy! Don't you tell me about iPhones. I know everything about iPhones. I know them inside, I know them outside. I once repaired an iPhone that was shattered into 90 pieces. Did it in two days. Record. Still works to this day. iPhones. I've given everything to iPhone repair. My wife left me. She wanted me to spend time with her. iPhones demand a lot of time and attention. You can't have two loves when you repair iPhones. Your heart can only be big enough for one. Your girl or your iPhone. For me, I chose iPhones. I think Harlan Hakarian said it best when he said, 